The reading is taken from Luke chapter 2, verses 25 to 32. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon, who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. This is the word of the Lord. So we're here at the beginning of a new year. And as you look back, I don't know what 2016 brings for you as you think back. A lot has happened in the world. And a lot has been spoken about on television, on the radio, in our newspapers. We've been hearing a lot about what has going on. And we sit on that, that sort of the verge of what's been in the past and what might come in the future. 2017, where can I find lasting hope? And that is the question that many of us will be thinking about as we begin the new year. What is lying ahead of us? Where is the hope? There is so much that's been going on. So many questions. But living with hope can be very difficult. It can be challenging. Simeon was a man who had been living with hope. He'd been living in difficult times and he'd come at the end of many, many, many prophets who had been waiting and waiting. The promise that God had made that he would send a saviour, a messiah, the Christ. And Simeon was somebody who worked in the temple and went daily throughout his life waiting in hope trusting that one day that promise would come true. But he managed to live with that sense of hope. Day by day, can you imagine how disappointed he must have felt when he went and it was not a day when he met with the the Saviour. But he continued and he continued. And I want to share, um, this has been written in sort of dramatic version of the story of Simeon that I I just want to, to read with you, just to try and help us think what it was like for Simeon waiting with hope. Every day, the two of them, Simeon and Anna, would make their way to the temple. In days gone by, Simeon had gone with head held high to play his part. Nowadays, there were younger, leaner men to take his place, and he preferred to watch. As many blazing summers had come and gone, So he had grown to know this place like the lines on his leathery hand. He knew every cracked flagstone and every scarred brick. He knew where the shadows fell on their daily march around the courtyards. He knew where the poorest would gather to watch without being seen. And where the rich would strut, preening their robes like peacocks for all to see. He knew where the smells of the bazaar would tumble over the temple walls like uninvited guests, and where the waft of incense would tug the soul to higher things. These days, he liked to sit rather than walk in this hallowed place, 
and nurse the word in his heart. It had grown stronger of late, like a bell on a boy at sea, clanging insistent in the distance. Today, it was almost deafening. He could hardly hear a thing above its din by the time they arrived. Their eyes were furtive, this young couple, darting everywhere and clutching the baby's helpless bundle tight, as if the whole world depended on it. Feeling that his very head would burst with a noise, he took the child from them and shouted above the clanging words, This is the child. And then, in harmony now with the bell's note, he spoke of promises fulfilled and eyes opened, of light shed from heaven and a sword to pierce the heart of the young woman who stood before him. Smiling at her, the light dancing in his watery eyes, he returned the child. It was over now, the waiting done. Simeon returned to the house of his birth, returned to the arms of his maker, and the word set free from his heart found its way elsewhere. A man who waited and waited every year. He maybe stood on the beginning of a new year thinking, will this be the year it's going to happen? Will this be the year that that promise will be fulfilled? And he waited and he watched. And how did he know when it was? Because he lived closely with God. He knew the voice of God in his heart, in his life. And that day, the the way it's described there, it was like a bell ringing. It was happening, something was going to happen. And when the child arrived in the temple, not even his parents fully appreciated who he was. But Simeon had this clamoring noise in his head, this is the child. And all that waiting, all that desire for the promise to be fulfilled was there as he held the baby in his arms. I don't know what's clamoring in your head. I don't know what you're thinking, is this the year? Is this now? Will it happen now? How do we live with hope? How do we live with the questions that just come across us day after day? We live with hope by living with God, by trusting, by believing, by reading his promises, by recognizing them as true. And even when the world is saying other things, holding on to that truth. And God speaks and his voice is there. Is 2017 a year where God's voice is going to speak louder in your lives? How do we do that? By living closer to God.